through to the rural news now with Sally Murphy. Kia ora, Sally. Morena. This is a very interesting issue. This uh, calls for people or for the government to take a closer look at virtual fencing. Yes, a Golden Bay dairy farmer is calling for a parliamentary inquiry into the practice where farmers use sound and vibration to control where cows walk. The tech uses collars around the cows' necks, with farmers controlling their movements through an app, therefore removing the need for fences. The National Animal Welfare Committee looked into the collars a couple of years ago, finding benefits such as reducing the need for labour and keeping cows off environmentally sensitive areas, but it also says the collars raise potential ethical and welfare concerns. Tim Rhodes, who runs a herd of 120 cows in Collingwood, doesn't like the collars and says more research needs to be done before more are rolled out. I just have seen the media about virtual fencing and quite disturbed by the idea of cows having their movements controlled by an electronic shock collar, even though it's got um, cues for sound and buzzes and things. Warnings are still threats of shocks, but um, so, yeah, I just think it's it's an, an awful thing to be doing and it's ultimately going to be quite damaging for the industry, both financially and reputationally. Tim Rhodes' petition to Parliament has been signed by 272 people so far and the SPCA. I want the petition to go to select committee to discuss it and I'd like to see the company doing the shock collars to continue just having collars for animal health monitoring and not have any animal movement control functions on those collars. Now there are a few companies which sell virtual fencing in New Zealand. Halter says the concerns stated in the petition are not grounded in science and are the personal views of Mr Rhodes. It's partnered with the Tasmanian Institute of Agriculture who are leading a study into Halter's tech, the full results of which will be released soon. And Gallagher, another one that sells it, has not responded to our requests for comment. That will be uh, something interesting to watch. Now farmers are being urged to reduce their reliance on imported feed. Yes, well, dairy cows mostly eat grass, but farmers top up about 20% of their diet from other sources. In recent years, many farmers have come to rely heavily on palm kernel expeller, or PKE. That's a byproduct of the palm oil industry in Malaysia and Indonesia. AgFirst Waikato consultant Raywin Densley spent a year looking at imported feeds. She says the, re- the results re-emphasise how using homegrown feed, along with reducing stocking rates, is more profitable and reduces greenhouse gas emissions by between 6 and 13 per cent. Ms Densley says climate change, shifting com- consumer preferences and environmental obligations are putting pressure on farmers to consider all levels of the supply chain. She says it's an issue of sustainability. Down the track, it won't be uh, just local legislation that drives farmers' decisions. It will be what the conscious consumer in other countries is looking for and certainly the, the, the whole embedded uh, scope three greenhouse gas losses is something that the big milk buyers the global companies have got within their sites. Raywin Densley says importing feed could face headwinds, whereas buying local feed supports domestic maize, silage and feed grain growers. Very good. Thank you very much, Sally. Sally Murphy there with your rural update this morning.